This is Bruce Martin of Race Day. It's a new year with new storylines and a new series sponsor as Honda welcomes NTT to the IndyCar Series. Beginning this year, it's the NTT IndyCar Series and Honda is prepared to lead the series into the new season. Today's Honda IndyCar Report celebrates Honda's 2018 IndyCar Manufacturers Championship and Scott Dixon's fifth career IndyCar Series Championship in 2018. Dixon leads an impressive list of drivers who will be in Honda-powered IndyCars in 2019. Other top Honda drivers include Alexander Rossi, the winner of the 100th Indianapolis 500 in 2016 and the second-place finisher in last year's season championship. Also, Ryan hunter Ray, the 2012 IndyCar Series champion and 2014 Indy 500 winning driver. Both are back in Andretti Autosport along with veteran driver Marco Andretti and second-year driver Zach Veach. Rookie Felix Rosenquist of Sweden joins Dixon at Chip Ganassi Racing. Four-time Champ Car Series champion Sebastian Bourdais returns with Dale Coyne racing with Vassar and Sullivan. Schmidt-Peterson Motorsports features popular driver James Hinchcliffe of Canada and rookie driver and former Formula One driver Marcus Ericsson of Sweden. Takuma Sato, the winner of the 101st Indianapolis 500, returns with teammate Graham Rahal at Rahal Letterman Lanigan Racing. Those are just a few of the big-name drivers that will compete for Honda in the 2019 NTT IndyCar Series. Our next guest is NTT IndyCar Series star Ryan hunter Ray of Andretti Autosport. The driver of the number 28 DHL Honda has 18 career NTT IndyCar Series victories, including two in the old Champ Car Series. Hunter Ray is also the 2012 NTT IndyCar Series champion and the winner of the 98th Indianapolis 500 in 2014. Hunter Ray, however, has yet to win a race in the 2019 NTT IndyCar Series season. I caught up with Hunter Ray at Road America to talk about that and other topics on today's Honda IndyCar Report. It's the Honda IndyCar Report, and today we're pleased to be joined by Captain America, Ryan hunter Ray of Andretti Autosport. Here we are at Elkhart Lake, Wisconsin, Road America. Got to be one of your favorite tracks. Last year, you were out there battling for the victory with Joseph Newgarden. Couldn't quite catch up to him. But how demanding is this racetrack when you're following a leader late in the race? Uh, it is. I mean, it's one of my favorites, like you said. Uh, this place is uh, special to me. You know, grew up racing here in Skip Barber cars, so love coming here. And uh, it's the heart of road racing in, in the U.S. But um, yeah, last year <laughs> finished second, um, ran second the whole day, and it, it's tough, you know, to to close that gap. Um, you know, managing the tires, trying to put yourself in a position to make a charge there in the last few laps, and we just came up a bit shy. If you talk to most every driver in the IndyCar paddock, they will talk about how they love Road America, how it's one of their favorite tracks. But it really seems to be a race course that favors the leader. Why is that? I don't know. I mean, you know, it does have long straights, so it does have opportunities to pass. If you've got a little bit of an advantage on the next guy in front, you can make a, you can make a run for it. 
Um, the thing is, like last year, we were just so evenly matched that um, you know I couldn't stay close enough through the corners leading on to the long straights in order to make that pass. I had a few good runs on them, um, but not enough to, to, to make a definitive move. And um, you know that would be the difference. But this place does lend itself to some good racing because of the long straights. Uh, what are some of the changes you might like to see to either the race length or anything that can be done to improve passing at the front? There's plenty of passing throughout the field. It just seems to be there's passing for the lead is very unusual here. Well, I mean, you don't want to look for artificial solutions, right? I mean, if you have two evenly, three evenly matched cars, it's going to be tough to make that pass for the lead because the lead car is just as fast as the cars behind it, So, um, if not faster. So um, I don't know. I mean, I think the racing's pretty good here. I think through the field last year, it was, uh, was action-packed. Um, there was quite a bit of passing, like I said, down the long straights and the braking zone. So... Yeah, I'm not sure what I'd be reaching for there. I think the, the, the distance of the race, I'd have to look at it, but um, it was manageable for us. You had to be smart on how you use the tires, how you use the fuel. It wasn't like crazy fuel savings. Um, you just had to be smart about how you went about the race. We're beginning the back half of the season. There's been nine races completed, eight races left. How do you assess your season so far and your outlook toward the rest of the year to battle for the championship? Um, you know, obviously not, not thrilled with the beginning of the, uh, the season. Uh, we've had a couple of podiums, but really it just comes down to the fact that um, we, need to get, we need to get the wins going. thought we had a great chance at it at Texas, but um, circumstances being as they were and the yellows as they fell, we had to make an extra stop for fuel, which pretty much sealed our fate. So I thought we were going to get win number one of the season last weekend. We need to uh, redouble our efforts here and go one better than we did last year. And has the emergence of Alexander Rossi kind of pushed you even more as a veteran? I mean, I think we've been uh, good teammates. You know, we've really worked well together, uh, all four of us. And, um, you know, Alex obviously has had the speed, and um, as he did last year, same thing. At this time last year, we were, lead, we were second in the championship um, behind New Garden. And, um, you know, we need to, like I said, we need to start winning some races in order to do that. So... Um, you know, Alex has been finishing strong and consistent every weekend. We have had um, we've had two races where one we didn't finish because of a, a mechanical failure at the first race, which puts you in a big hole for the season championship. And then at uh, NDGP, uh, we were we were taken out from behind. So need to eliminate those races too. In July, coming up on the schedule will be three straight weekends of races, beginning with the Honda Indy Toronto. It has to be a favorite stop for many drivers because it's a one of the few times where you have an IndyCar race right in the heart of one of North America's largest cities. Yeah, well, Toronto's a blast to race at. I mean, the fans are, are great there. You know, they're passionate about their racing. And I've been racing there since, geez, Barber Dodge Pro Series days 2001, 2002, somewhere in there. So um, always love going there. It's a fun city. Um, and the racetrack makes for some great racing because of that long back straight. So, um, yeah, challenging place. Physical, really bumpy, um, but uh, one, of the, one of the really good stops on our schedule. And then after that, I know that you've got to be a real fan of going back to Iowa on a Saturday night. It's going to be back to a Saturday night race this year, and that's always been a hell of a show when it's under the lights. What is it about Iowa at night that really amps up the energy? Yeah, it should be at night there. I mean, it's a great race at night, and um, everything's more exciting with night racing on a short oval like that. So. Uh, I'm looking forward to getting back there and, um, and, and getting a racing under the lights in front of those passionate Iowa fans. We've had a really good run there over the years. You know, we won there three times, and uh, we need to get back to that. Um, you know, we've just, we've just been missing that, that little special something over the, over the past couple of years.
And then the week after that will be another favorite trip of many, especially in the Indianapolis area, because a lot of teams bring their families. They camp out at the track. But that's the Honda Indy 200 at Mid-Ohio. What is it about going to Mid-Ohio? I've said it's in many ways it's like, you know, a weekend at Boy Scout camp. Yeah, it's a full family experience. That's uh, my kids' favorite race for that reason. You know, after the day's done, we take the golf cart around and go visit some of the uh, a lot of the crew on the on the Andretti Autosport team. They camp out there and got campfires going and they're grilling and it's just a full out um, you know family experience and and it's yeah it's American road racing at its best. Back to Road America, how intense of a race is it throughout the weekend in terms of being able to qualify well? Because a lot of where you qualify is going to determine what your race strategy is going to be on Sunday. Yeah, a lot, a lot of pressure on qualifying for sure. And um, you know, as you know, IndyCar is so competitive. Uh, the the margin for error is very small. If you make a even a slight uh, miscalculation on a braking or turn in, or the car steps out on acceleration out of a corner, it could be positions on the grid. So um, you have to get the full lap together and uh, make sure everything is uh, tidy. And you have to feel like you're right now in the prime of your career, and there's a lot more that you want to accomplish. I know that uh, you obviously want to get another championship. You want to get another Indy 500 win. You've come close to both. What is it that continues to motivate Ryan Hunter-Ray at this stage of his career? Just winning races and, um, and, and competing for a championship, you know. Last uh, last few years at Indianapolis, we've had a good shot at it. Um, you know, I, I would say 2018 and 19, not so much. But prior to that, I had three good shots at winning that race. Uh, for whatever reason, uh, one way or another, mechanical failures, whatever they may be, we didn't uh, come through with it. But uh, winning a championship is obviously high on that list. And um, in 2012, when we won our championship, uh, we were like uh, we were something like 20 points back going into the last race. So. That, that just makes me know that uh, we can keep our heads down. And, and I know this team and myself, we can, we can get that done. We just we need the string of consistency uh, throughout to make it happen. And what's it like now when you see guys that you're racing against, like Colton Herta, that you probably remember when they were just kids? Yeah. Which, uh, which in his case, was last week. It's impressive what these uh, quote-unquote kids are doing. But uh, they've certainly got a lot of speed. And I think that IndyCar Racing's future is very bright in their hands. No doubt. I mean, it, you, you look at Colton Herta, um, you look at Patricio Ward, um, Santino Ferrucci. Uh, there's a lot of talent f flooding into IndyCar right now, and that's what you want to see. I mean, it, it, there is not one weak link on this uh, on this grid. Is Ferrucci a guy that many of us may have overlooked? Because, I mean, he's done a pretty good job lately. He's done a really good job, uh, and he's uh, definitely impressed me on the ovals. Um, you know, it's not the easiest thing to come from Europe, jump into an IndyCar and have that absolute outright speed and, and confidence, really. You know, it's the confidence uh, to, to, uh, to race a whole race and um, race with the veterans and the, and the champions of the sport. And in many ways, it was a struggle to get into IndyCar racing. It came at a time when there weren't that many rides and they were really hard to come by. Now the sport is growing, and to be able to see how far the sport has come during your career, how satisfying is that for you? Yeah, it's very satisfying. I mean, I've seen it all. You know, when I graduated from go-karts, IndyCar racing was at its absolute uh, prime. You know, it, it was the, the, the top level of racing in the world. It was rivaling F1. Um, now, come full circle after the split and all the down years and the split series and the mess that it was to see it all uh, really, really gaining a lot of momentum as a unified series and the, and the attendance is picking up. 
Uh, this is the sport I love, so it's a great thing to see. Ryan Hunter Ray, Andretti Autosport, the 2012 NTT IndyCar Series champion and the 2014 Indianapolis 500 winner. Thank you for joining us today on the Honda IndyCar Report. Anytime, Bruce. Thank you. Today's Honda IndyCar Report was brought to you by Honda. With Scott Dixon's 2018 NTT IndyCar Series Championship, it gave Honda another title to celebrate. Four of Dixon's five IndyCar championships have come with Honda Power. It's also Honda's fifth IndyCar Series Championship in the past 10 seasons. And when Dixon isn't driving a Honda on the racetrack, he drives a Honda on the streets. Find out why winners like five-time IndyCar Series champion Scott Dixon choose Honda by checking out the tremendous line of Honda vehicles at Honda.com or by visiting your local Honda dealer. And be sure to follow all the IndyCar action on the NTT IndyCar mobile app, including exclusive content from me, Bruce Martin, available for download now, so check it out in your app store.